0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Infinite Logic Entertainment, the show that delivers you all the updated news on trending topics, mainly focusing on healthcare and technology. Thank you for tuning in to our third episode. In our previous two episodes, we discussed all things COVID, but today, we're taking a slight turn into the stock market. If you guys have been following the news, there's an ongoing what you call it, battle against the Wall Street hedge funds. These hedge funds were attempting to short sell two companies, mainly GameStop and AMC. However, a subreddit user, user found out and created a movement that halted the attempt. I have Michael here with me, and so, I want to ask him, you know what do you think about this movement or like the the battle itself? Yeah, thanks, Henry. So I think this
1: is very interesting, uh, and I, honestly, I think it shows the power of the internet in terms of like creating movements. And so a little bit about this story. so it this started around January twentieth on a subreddit called wall Street bets and so it basically just started off like from a post on there. And then it gradually grew more and more until basically it, ter- it turned into a whole, a whole online movement. So it really shows that power of the internet for creating movements like this and just getting people excited about something and uh, working towards something. It's very interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, like GameStop. You know, everyone knows GameStop. It's been around for decades, and I have been going there forever. And you no, know, the last time that I checked on their stock. It wasn't as high, but we'll get to that in a little bit. And, you know, the struggling game retailer is like a, a popular short target on Wall Street. So like, in fact, more than I believe 130% of like the, the float shares have been borrowed and sold short. And it's like one of the most shorted names in the U.S. start market. And that you know retail traders this month they realized they could cause an artificial pop in the name if enough of them bought, forcing the hedge funds betting against the stock to cover their losses, you know by buying the shares back themselves. And so with all these movement, the GameStop stock actually went from. $35 and it jumped to like 150. And then over one day, it went all the way up to 350. And so, you know, when everyone knows about this, they're trying to get GameStop back and not allowing them to go bankrupt. I think that's an interesting kind of movement between all the investors. Now, everyone's trying to get the, the stock price, you know, get it all off to save GameStop uh, sort of thing.
1: Yeah, for sure. It is very interesting too. And it wasn't just GameStop. There's other companies too. I believe like AMC and I think some other old companies that were pretty much about to go bankrupt and because of this one movement on uh the Wall Street Vets subreddit, all of a sudden, you know, their stock prices just shot up. And uh like GameStop's stock price went up by almost 2000%. That is just an insane amount of increase and Basically, it really forced hedge funds to have to cover their losses by buying back the shares. So some of these hedge funds were losing money. And then as a result, this movement just kept growing and growing. I think the biggest controversy, though, was what happened after the price went up. And that was when in a very unprecedented move, multiple trading apps just restricted trading of GameStop and then other stocks as well that were discussed on the Wall Street subreddit. And I think that's where the whole controversy comes in.
0: Yeah, I've heard of that. And the main stock brokerage was Robinhood. They were the one that mainly targeted that they, after all these stocks got raised, they eliminate, they stop all the investors, people using their account. They didn't allow anyone to buy any more GameStop stocks. Now, you know, that causes a little controversy. And so people were confused. They, some of them were really got angry saying, you know, Robinhood just limited them from like a free market type of thing. And so stopping buyers from investing in a stock um, is kind of like a bold move for them.
1: Yeah, for sure. It, it was very controversial to say the least. There, were, there was a lot of anger online and there was also um, some protests in person, although I'd say it's pretty limited due to uh, the c- current COVID pandemic. Which is also something we'll talk about um, in future episodes as well. Uh, We'll definitely be following up on the COVID cases in the country as well as information about the vaccine and vaccine
0: distribution. You know this this topic has been really hot and the thing about it is that everyone is, I think this is like a hashtag or something, where they're like to the moon type of thing. So, yeah, so they're, they're sure. trying to get GameStop as high as possible because everyone knows GameStop and that, you know, they don't want GameStop to go away. Yeah, definitely. And what's really interesting is
1: usually like some internet movements, um, you know, it could just become like a meme or like a trending hashtag like Henry mentioned. But this one, Elon Musk got involved. Now think about that. That is just awesome. Like he just got involved with the movement and he was really hoping that GameStop would also go up, like Henry mentioned as well. So maybe he wants to save GameStop too.
0: Maybe, maybe. But I think on I think on Friday of um, last week, Robinhood raised $1 billion overnight from investors and taps to their credit lines to ensure that you know it can meet the requirement. I think the thing that made them um, raise the one billion overnight uh, is because they, I guess, ran out of the stock? Yeah,
1: basically. So after the whole controversy where people couldn't really buy those stocks, um, Robinhood explained uh, in one of their postings that they didn't want to stop people from buying those stocks, but they had to do that because the, the required amount they had to deposit with the clearinghouse was so large. And so this is with individual volatile securities. And so each of these securities could account for hundreds of millions of dollars in deposit requirements because of that number being so large they had to take steps um, to limit buying in those securities to ensure that they could meet the requirements or else like Henry mentioned, they would not have enough uh, to meet the requirements. And that's also why they had to raise the $1 billion. And I think it's just a uh, really bad timing for Robinhood. And then combine that with the movement and what was going on, I think it made Robinhood look pretty bad, but uh, they did have a reason and it does make sense. I mean, they had to get the money for the clearinghouse house and to keep everything running.
0: Yeah, I um the thing is I, I wonder why GameStop is being so popular like every company has been getting short sold but you know GameStop has been one of the most or the current popular company to mention to be mentioned in this short selling.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. It could be a nostalgia factor or maybe the fact that it was so low to begin with, but I don't know, it is really popular. But I do think like a, a lot of the younger people like Gen Z, millennials <laughs> A lot of us grew up with GameStop, and so I think it's probably the memories.
0: Yeah, most likely, too. I mean, GameStop's been around for decades. Uh, I I remember going there, buying a few of my games, and seeing it all over the place wherever I go. Uh, And so, no, I think there are some memories there with all the people who are buying it. Exactly.
1: And I don't know, I guess it just does kind of feel sad, like thinking about GameStop possibly closing and going bankrupt and going out of business, you know, it's kind of like an end of an era type thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, now nowadays, people are buying games digitally. And so brick and mortar stores are closing. We would expect GameStop to somewhat do this from, from um, brick and mortar because everything is digital now. Yeah, for
1: sure. And I think that's also part of the digital transformation of a lot of industries as well. Even the service industry is being transformed too. So that is also something pretty interesting. And we'll definitely be covering uh, that digital transformation industry on our podcast. And so who knows, maybe we'll do a future episode on stuff like that.
0: Yeah. The thing I want to mention about the stock is that a couple of days ago, it dropped from, you know, 300 something all the way down to like eighty eighty eight dollars $88. And most of my friends saying that you should invest in this and see, you know, where it's going, it's going to raise again, but no one is uncertain of that price. And the thing I was really surprised was it went from 350 all the way down to below hundred. So people are catching up maybe to what they're doing. Yeah, I think so, and I think like
1: with a lot of these volatile stocks and volatile trading, I think it's really like a boomer bust type thing. So you you pretty much have to get lucky with this type of investing. Like obviously, if you bought the stock when it was like very cheap, and then you watched it go to like three fifty or whatever the price was, then you're a huge winner. But I mean, if you followed the bandwagon and you bought it too late, you you might you could have uh, lost money. So it's really one of those things where you have to get lucky and you have to you know invest at the right time.
0: Yeah, I know Robinhood. I've used Robinhood to look up stocks, things like that. They have a very user-friendly app. And so I would just go in there and look at stocks and their prices. A couple of days ago, I got their newsletter. They were saying how they need to raise capital. Like we talked about, that's why they limited the user from buying any more GameStop stocks. And that there was the news that they stopped doing that. So they're allowing people to buy more but at a limited quantity. Uh, and so even if they have stopped, they realized that people have the power to buy those stocks. So I guess Robinhood reversed their decision to allow people to buy by a limited quantity. Yeah. And I think once they got their
1: credit and they raised their $1 billion on Friday, I think because they had that funding, then they're able to go back to normal. Uh, and I think it probably would stay that way because I do think Robinhood as a company wants to avoid any more controversy, but yeah, I guess right now, I think things are back to normal in in terms of allowing users to buy and trade those stocks normally. And the trading frenzy was really centered on GameStop. And it's really weird because there were lots of companies involved. So GameStop was just one of them. There were other companies that were traded heavily like American Airlines, AMC Entertainment, BlackBerry, Bed Bath & Beyond. But... It really seemed to be uh, GameStop at the middle of those things. I don't know. I just think that's really interesting. What do you think, Henry?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, like uh, I mentioned, I think people have a more uh, have more memories with GameStop rather than you know like AMC or American Airlines, and so I guess people are just buying that GameStop, and you no, know, it's just it's just a little fun movement that we no one knew would escalate all this out uh, the the price of uh, GameStop. Yeah, for sure. And
1: with GameStop being the main target, uh, has come a new phrase called GameStop gate. And I found this to be really interesting too. Because of the restriction of trading on GameStop and the other stocks, this term was pretty much used on social media to express like, outrage at limiting users' abilities to trade those stocks. And so this GameStop gate, I guess you could call it, really raises questions about the fairness of financial markets and as well as trust in other financial and other establishment institutions and also shines a light on investing in the age of social media and i think that's really interesting because that could affect the future of the stock market and how investors approach trading especially now when you have a forum board basically on reddit called wall street bets that can reach millions of people at a time and so i think this is something that the government might step in or they might intervene or add new restrictions but it's- there's definitely going to be a lot of lessons learned from this one story.
0: Yeah, I think I've read um, <clears throat> on the news that the government is going to try or they're uh, monitoring this very closely. And so the, the securities and the exchange commission, they said that they're currently reviewing the recent trading volatility that has led to a meteoric rise in GameStop and AMC. The government will act to protect the retail investors when you no know, the you know the facts demonstrate abusive or manipulative trading activity. You know the regulators, they also pledge to clamp down on brokerages that may have unduly limited customers' ability to trade. I do know that the SEC stepping in and taking a look at all the facts
1: that could help restore trust in the financial and other quote unquote establishment institutions. That way, you know, more people can have confidence in this current system, and there's not really any more controversy. So I think the SEC stepping in and taking a look is definitely good for building trust, but as far as Robinhood's concerned, I'm not too sure if there has been any updates on what the SEC has said about uh, their decision. That might be a story that gets updated soon, and if it does, we'll be the first ones to cover it.
0: Yeah, with this that's been happening. Everyone now knows that the market is very volatile and that, you know, companies have the ability to do what they did. What do you think the the future of the stock market will be now that kind of this this rise of the movement of GameStop that uh, happened?
1: I'm not too sure, honestly, but one thing I think I know for sure after the story is that the Internet is going to play a huge factor in how people trade because before people really use social media for like investment advice or for messaging or discussing stocks, investing was kind of something that you had to learn from like school or like lots of uh, professional resources, or even hiring other investors to do the work for you. But now with subreddits and social media channels like Wall Street Bets on Reddit, millions of people can just go on the subreddit and talk to other people, ask for advice, see what people want to buy. And they can even create some sort of artificial like rise in the stock, like we saw uh, the past week. So the internet is definitely going to be a major player now, and it's really interesting too. The amount of users on Wall Street Bets has tripled. So I think they had like 3.5 million people or 2.5 something like that. Now they're they have over seven million users now, and that's only uh, people who have accounts on Reddit. There's definitely more people who don't have accounts or who are, who are like browsing anonymously. And so that, that's potentially like tens of millions of users who could uh, look into subreddits like that for financial advice and investing advice and just learn a lot. And so I think that really makes investing more of a decentralized thing now with the internet. So it's, it'll be really interesting for sure.
0: Yeah, we want to take a close look at how the internet will play out in the stock market and how people trade. Going back to talking about the GameStop restrictions and Robinhood, there actually been like a class action lawsuit that was filed against Robinhood. It happened like on uh, on Friday, January 29th for what they did. Oh, wow.
1: And then so I think because of that lawsuit, I definitely <laughs> think the SEC will definitely take a closer look at it, too. Especially if there was something shady going on behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, I mean, like we, we never know what these companies are doing. But if there's any news regarding that, we'll be uh, informing you and let you guys know how that's going. So that's all we have for this week's episode of the Infinite Logic Entertainment Podcast. I know it's a little short, but thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, all of our podcasts are available on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So be sure to check them out. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, we encourage you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook as we'll be posting various updates and information, such as whether when's the next podcast going to be out or any relevant news regarding to the topics that we have discussed in our previous podcast. And our Instagram page can be found at ilogical.entertainment. And our Facebook page can be found at ilogical.ent. So don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week with our next episode.